Hello again, welcome to Mad Beast, the Australian rollerblading podcast. This is Mikey Lynch again. I just want to talk quickly um, about uh, coming out of the closet as um, a rollerblader and cultural change and promoting the sport. All right? Because it's weird, hey, like um, I was like last summer, I finished, I'd skated in. I've got, um, I've got some big wheel power blades, these um, K2 Il Capos that I um, bought off Gumtree for cheap and uh, really good condition. Great skates, great wheels, light, cool looking. Um, and I'd skated into work. And then it was the end of the day, and I said to my family, hey, how about we all meet down by the beach? I'll skate down there too, meet you there, um, we'll have some wood fire pizza or some fish and chips or something. And, and we did all of that, and it was just so beautiful. And, um, uh, uh, you know, and then a storm came in at the very end of it all, and the kids were dancing around in the rain because it was still hot. And we were, you know, it was, that was a beautiful evening. And I think it was that time that as I was skating down there, something happened to me that hadn't really happened since, you know, back in the 90s, which is someone drove past like a tradie ute and shouted out the window of the ute, roller fag, <laughs> roller fag. I mean, um, uh, that was the kind of thing that you'd be, that would, would be around right in the 1990s, you know, the, the old joke, what's the hardest thing about rollerblading? Having to tell your mum you're gay. Bottom, ching. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's not around anymore because rollerblading is so underground now. It's no longer uh, uncool. It's unknown, you know. I mean, I'm, I'm a Christian, and, and I think Christianity is kind of getting to that way amongst, like, teenagers and stuff where it's so no longer a part of Australian culture that it's no longer people are kind of anti-Christian so much as just it's this strange, odd thing like Hinduism or Islam, you know. Um, but anyway, so... so I mean, it's weird on lots of levels. Because rollerblading is no longer like that, it was strange to have someone mock it that way. That was weird. And it was also weird because of the attitude to homosexuality has changed so much in the 1990s that back then it was still super, super common for lots and lots of people to use gay and fag and queer as insults. And so roller fag and fruit boots and all that kind of stuff, basically dissing rollerbladers for being homosexual, was this really prime, suitable, awesome insult you know, but how times have changed, even on that front, right? Um, uh, sorry, that was a text message that you might have gotten a vibration through the podcast recording on, on my phone as well. Sorry about that. Um, uh, but how times have changed in that kind of 20-year period that now, you know, if anything, being homophobic is a bigger insult in a lot of Australian culture. It's, it's more of an insult to be a homophobe than it is to be a homosexual. Isn't that interesting? Which brings me to what I want to talk about, which is talking about coming out of the closet as a rollerblader and how that's a form of cultural change. You can be a force for cultural change and, and so indirectly promoting and advocating for the sport just by being public uh, about being a rollerblader. By commuting on skates, you are visible in a very broad way to a large section of the community. Um, and even just by going to a skate park or a ramp, you're visible there. Um, you know, to, to that chunk of the community, the, the skating, biking, skateboarding, scootering community, you're visible. Um, but I mean, beyond just those things of doing it visibly, uh, also then using all the things we've got in terms of social media, 
to um, to share videos, photos of ourselves, photos of us going skating, videos of other people skating, um, little updates about that, you know, all those sorts of things. Um, and then in other settings, there might be opportunities for us to just say that's part of who we are, you know, that in your profile, in your bio, in your the illustrations you use in a, um, I don't know, if you have an opportunity to give a presentation um, or, or, or come into your kid's classroom to help in a classroom thing or, a, you know, if you write or a journalist. Or, you know, there's all these little ways where you could choose to include it or could choose not to include it. Um, and those are ways that, in a way, to use the analogy again, going back to the gay movement, that's what I reckon has happened big time in the last few decades there. I mean, lots of things have happened, but one of the things that happened is more and more gay people have... Uh, being unashamed in public about their homosexuality, um, not just in large parades and activism and, and, and not just within the subculture, but also in just passing ways. And so increasingly uh, it, we, we've made the shift in our cultural awareness away from uh, it being this completely abhorrent and hidden and secret and fringe alternative lifestyle uh, to then not just having the token gay character just to sort of chuck into the mix to make things diverse, to instead it just kind of being a normal thing, a a possible reality that's out there. Um, and, I mean, if you'll forgive that kind of analogy, because, I mean, rollerblading, rollerbladers aren't homosexuals, and, uh, <laughs> you know, um, uh, and, and, and a rollerblading lifestyle is not, as necessarily as central to someone's identity as their sexual orientation. Um, and, and not to say that the persecution that rollerbladers experience is anything near as severe as the kind of awful um, experiences that gay people have had. You know, all of that aside, um, there's something we can learn from those kind of cultural changing movements. Uh, I mean, and then it could be smaller still to a, a fad in food or fashion or music or any number of things, a slang word. There's, there's ways that things catch on. And uh, I don't think we can trigger, I don't think anyone really is able to trigger a viral movement um, or, or anything. But what you can do is still raise the awareness and normalise and um, expose people in a small way. And so I'm not going to suddenly make rollerblading huge and big and massive in the way that it had this unique moment, this bizarre moment in the 1990s. Like, forget about that. But I can just help a few more people skate and so that it's a bit more of a thing. And the people who skate a bit to skate more and to bring them out of the closet and the people who might not have bothered getting skates for their kids to get skates for their kids and who might not have bothered to get skates for themselves to skate with the kids to get skates for themselves to skate with the kids. Just kind of know what I mean? And, and so, I mean, I, I, it happens to me all the time, right? I get exposed to enough of something in bits and pieces. Eventually I go, oh, I might try it. Do you know what I mean? Um, I hear enough about a TV show and I go, oh, I've got nothing else to watch. I might check that show out. Um, hear enough about a... a a burger joint, and I go, man, I should go and get a cheeseburger from there. And so in the same way, that's the thing that I want to encourage you to do, and that I very consciously do now, is just work rollerblading into my life, my personal life, my professional life, my public life, my social media life, drop it in where I can, so that the people who might be open to it uh, don't give up on it, uh, get more public about it, feel encouraged to take it up, 
all those sorts of things. You know what I mean? Um, and so that's a small way that we can be a part of culture change. Again, not, not on some massive movement viral level necessarily, but still in a way that makes it a thriving subculture rather than a crumbling subculture. And, and it might be a thing that you can get a little bit of tiny revivalistic virality in your little area. And so you go, in my neck of the woods, in my city, in my... I, it, we've got this little pocket. Do you know what I mean? So there you go. Come out of the closet. Be uh, Join the rollerblading pride movement. Um, uh, represent. Um, and that's better than not doing that. <laughs> All right. It's time to go and eat some pizza. See you later. Ad V for Rollerblading Podcast is produced by Mikey Lynch. Theme music by Edifice Architect. Find us on Facebook and SoundCloud or subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. If you have any questions, comments, requests or podcast contributions, please message us on Facebook. To support the podcast, find us on Patreon and pledge a once-off or regular contribution. Even just two bucks a month, every little bit helps. See you later.